Hello and welcome back to the Audio DT with Reb T, the Audio Devar Torah with Reb T, the show where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. Again, we switched over the format instead of the 30 minutes, which we did in the beginning of the season, we cut it down to make it more of an audio burst, keeping it around 10 to 15 minutes. Past couple of weeks, we did about 15 minutes, but now moving forward, we're going to try to aim for that 10 to 15 minutes. Sometimes we're going to use, most often we'll use the sources, of course, a lot of times from Chabad. This week I just wanted to talk for myself the idea of Shalach. The commentators point out, what does it mean, Shalach Lecha? This is the Parsha where Moses sends the 12 spies to disastrous results. They come back, they, they go the, the breadth of the length of the land for 40 days, and 10 of the spies bring a terrible report about the land. They try to make people feel like the land was good, but when you ever say but, anytime you say but, you know something bad is coming. Nothing good comes out of that. You know, I want to, no offense, but if you say that, that means you're probably going to offend someone. You know, I really liked your presentation, but that word, using the word but, B-U-T, is not a good expression. So when the spies use it, we know something bad is very much coming. And they talk about how the land is... is has these giants who are going to swallow the people. We can't take it. We can't do it. We're not going to be able to capture it. We're, we're doomed. All of the people cry. Hashem says, you're crying for no reason. This is going to become a night of crying. Of course, that becomes Tisha B'Av later on. Very sad. Two spies have the tenacity and the quote-unquote righteous audacity, righteous chutzpah to stand up. Kalev ben Yefuna and Yehoshua ben Nun. Two fascinating characters in their own right. Of course, Yehoshua takes over. For Moshe, Yoshua was like the moon, Moshe was like the sun, Yoshua takes over and brings the people actually into the land after Moshe dies and he conquers the land and he divides the land, it takes seven years and seven years and, and everyone gets their portion. Kali Venifun, of course, gets Chavron because he went there to go daven at the tombs of the patriarchs so that he wouldn't fall prey to the wicked scheme of the spies. But what's interesting is that the commentators point out the wordage, the words used is Shlach Lecha. Send for yourself. Hashem is basically saying, yes, you're allowed to send spies, but I don't advise for it. I advise against it. This is not an idea that I'm telling you. I never said to send spies. You want to send spies, you could do it. It's for yourself. But understand, I don't think a good thing will come from it. It could be disastrous results coming from here. Not a good idea. They say, There's the, the messenger of a person's like himself. And a, a shlucho... Shliach ledvar mitzvah, but you shouldn't have a shliach ledvar avera. So you have these people; they're sent out to to send the to 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 go about the land, and they come back with this disastrous report. And as a result of this report, forty years the people have to wander the desert. Forty years, one year per day. Hashem says, till everybody from that generation dies out, except for Yehoshua ben Nun and Kali ben Yefuna. Everyone else dies. Their children merit to come into the land. Everyone else dies. Interesting to think about spy, uh, to send a, think about messengers, how we send messengers around the world. If you send a messenger to do something, make sure he has your best interests in mind. The idea of giving a ketubah, giving, really giving kedushin, the Gemara talks about shluchol shel adam kemoso. He is basically an extension of you. If you send him to marry Shprinzah, and he goes and marries and, and betroths Fagi to you, that is a major problem. Because he's not acting as your shliach. He's supposed to be shliach kamaso. He's supposed to be someone that grabs the person, grabs the thing, grabs the item, grabs the thing you need. You say, 
Yanko, can you go grab for me as my agent a lulav? Yanko goes and gets the worst type of lulav on earth. That's not the type of messenger we want. We need to have a messenger who is as strong, as good as the person himself. What's a classic example of a good messenger? I would say Eliezer, who literally works tirelessly on behalf of Avram Avinu himself to acquire a wife for Yitzchak. Eliezer probably had high hopes. We know Eliezer was the head of Avram's household. He was the head of his Rosh Yeshiva. We know that Eliezer had his own children, and on some level Eliezer wanted his own children to marry Avram's children. But they say that Avram said that my children are from uh, are blessed from Noah, and your children are cursed from Noah, from Canaan, and and uh, and and from Yafet, I believe. So we can't have them intermingling. You can't have them mixing. Avram says. They say the commentators explain. But Avram sends Eliezer. Eliezer does a fantastic job. Do you know Eliezer at this time was probably very old. If Eliezer was Avram's student, if they were contemporaries and he's the head of the yeshiva and Avram founded the yeshiva, don't you think Eliezer is quite old? Eliezer does not hesitate. He takes a shavua. Uh, he takes. He literally comes to Avram and, and they, 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 they come together and they make the shavua. Eliezer goes and he's a shliach shel Avraham. It makes you think of what the good shlichim are. It makes me think of Chabad, the amazing organization that literally sends shlichim out to the world. They send people to the world to all corners of the earth, following the Rebbe's mission, following the idea to have Jews all over the world, to have outreach centers and capabilities all over the world. We saw an amazing movie. I forget what it's called, but it's about two rabbis in Africa, South Africa, going and trying to be Makarif people, going and trying to reach people, going and trying to reach out to people and it's wonderful what they do I don't think I could ever do that taking my wife and our kids and just going to a remote part of the world trying to reach out to any Jew you have to have a really strong fundamental basis but that's why I'm so proud to be involved in Machon Smicha which is basically Rabbanis from Chabad from Rabbi Kesselman and the staff and the, the founder of, of the Chabad itself and it's a it's really a 10 month program but I'm doing an extra 2 months God willing to make it a 12 month program all along it's wonderful what they do they want all Baal Abatim to have a fundamental approach to how to learn how to study how to approach Halacha how to be a, a tiny bit of a Rav in your own home and you know, I, I do so many podcasts, so many lectures, I felt like my wife was pushing me to want to be able to do this, to have the Rabbanus on some level under my belt, that if we ever make Aliyah, we ever make it over there, maybe I could be a Rebbe on some level in a Yeshiva. You think about what Chabad does and they send the messengers. Sending messengers is important when they have the original idea in mind. Who also wasn't such a good messenger? I believe Gehazi wasn't such a good messenger. We talked about this in the lecture the other night also. Elisha sends Gehazi to be his assistant, and, and, and a couple of times he messes up. Unfortunately, we can't judge. Obviously, we didn't know him, we didn't meet him, but we see the circumstances, and we see it was not good news for the Jews. You know, one time with Naaman trying to be healed of Saras, the non-Jewish general, he comes to Elisha, Elisha heals him. Gehazi removes the Kiddush Hashem by asking him for money. When really, Elisha didn't want money, he just wanted to sanctify God's name. How sad. Another time when Elisha wants, has to revive the boy that he, that he was able to give through Hashem to the Shunammite family, the boy dies and he sends Gehazi to revive the kid and it doesn't work because Gehazi was boasting about it the whole way, the commentators point out. 
not good things, not a good messenger on behalf of Elisha. But you have Eliyahu, who's my favorite prophet, maybe my favorite prophet in the whole Tanakh. We have a whole lecture about zealousness and Eliyahu, a fascinating character. His messenger, his takeover person is Elisha. And Elisha asks for a beautiful bracha. Give me twice your capability. When Eliyahu's about to be taken away in a whirlwind of a chariot of fire to heaven, People say, commentators say that he was never dead, but he was actually taken alive. That's why Eliyahu comes in different forms. Many stories in the Gemara, Tanadav Eliyahu, stories about Eliyahu's teachings, how he comes to the Seder, how he comes to the Bris. His disciple, his messenger, becomes Elisha. Elisha asks for twice the power of Eliyahu. Fascinating. Another example, classic example, is Moshe and Yoshua. Yoshua wants to lead after Moshe. And Yoshua does an excellent job being the bridge from Moshe to the Shoftim. Right after Yoshua is a terrible time period in the Jewish history. Very bad cycles. The Jews sin. Hashem sends people to attack them. They pray for salvation and a Shofet comes. Then the Jews sin and they attack. It's a very bad cycle. But Yoshua came before that and he was able to be the bridge to bring them between Moshe and the Shoftim. What a fascinating character to be the messenger. We think about what messengers we have in life. People that are trying to do our will, trying to do what we want in this world. You know, you send people out to take care of things for you, really hoping that they're doing the right thing. Even if I send something to someone, those are my messengers. You know, I'm trying to order food for someone and they deliver it. Hopefully they do a good job. Send the right messengers. And not just the right messengers, send the right messages in the world. Shalach lacha, send for yourself, not only people to do your will, if you can't be in place X, Y, or Z, make sure they're executing the mitzvahs, the Torah, the, the chesed you want done, but make sure you send out the right messages to the world. Make sure you send them and you make sure they sprout forth. When I do my recordings, I, 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 I often have to have something in front of me to make sure I'm sending the right message to the world when I upload it and it goes to the different podcast forums. I want to make sure my messages make sense and my messages you know, relate to what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to bring forth to the world and I always have to look into the Gemara for the DDD show trying to find the right piece that can reach the world that can touch the world that can reach out to people so you think about Shlach Lecha, you think about the terrible mistake of the Jews having the spies not saying the right things not having the right messages in our own life make sure to send forth the right messengers in your life make sure to save, send forth the right messages in your life we don't want to god forbid be like the spies and you know there was a chance to rectify the mistake in Yehoshua's time he actually sent two spies did it much more low-key they only went to Rachav's house some say she was a woman who was had a way with a lot of people and some people say that she she had an in either way she basically had her hand on the pulse of the land, her hand on the pulse of the people, understanding the comings and goings of the people. They came to her house, they, and Rachel explained how the people are trembling before you. They did, they did their deed, they figured out, and they, and they did it in a way that they're able to rectify the mistake of the, of the, of the messengers the first time. Yoshua was able to do that. That's real tshuva, coming back to the same situation and standing up and doing right the second time, as Rambam points out. You have to have understanding what you did wrong, you resolve never to do it again, you come to the same situation and you actually do well the next time, you pass the test. So remember, think about the messengers you sent out to the world. Think about the messages you sent out to the world. What do we want to send forth for yourself? 
What kind of messengers of messages and messengers? What do we want to send out? Make sure to have a messenger who's like an Avram to an Eliezer on some tiny aspect. Make sure to send forth messages that are good messages, messages that are meaningful messages, messages that will help people, not, God forbid, hurt people. And make sure you're involved in good tasks and good ideas. Make sure that you send forth for yourself good things every day. Make sure that you go through every day and say, what did I do today? What did I send forth today? Who did I send forth? What type of a mitzvah did I accomplish? What prosecuting angels can I fight against with my defending angels? Every mitzvah you do is a defender for you. Every avera you do, God forbid, is a prosecutor against you. We want to have more defenders than prosecutors. Make sure you send for yourself so many defending angels with all the mitzvahs you do in this world. And hopefully, hopefully, we'll only have good messengers and good messages. And hopefully, we'll be zochet to have the best messenger of all time, Mashiach himself. May he come speedily today to bring us the wonderful message as a messenger that the third temple is finally being rebuilt. May it be today. This has been the Audio DT with Reb T. And I'm your host, Reb T.